0: Hey Maniacs! welcome to another episode of the Gunam Explained show. I'm your host Adam Blue. With me as always is, yeah, no, yeah, Stephen's not here. He got mad at me. Yeah, yesterday, you know, I didn't show up to his. He's like, you know what, Adam, that's it, end of friendship. No, I'm joking. I just so happened something important came up for him today, just like for me yesterday. So it'll be a solo, which is fine. I do this on Fridays. I'm Blue Gamer. I can just talk and talk and talk. Um, So we'll be doing a bunch of that today. Yeah, we're going to be doing a bunch of that. I'm going to talk about some things I got into. Uh, I keep checking the audio because I, like, right before this started, I created a whole new scene. Um, And I need to add something else because I don't know if you guys noticed the new thing. Um, Yeah, let me add existing that. Hit that. And then let me hit this button. It's not doing it, is it? It's not doing it. Um, Yeah, I I blame technology. Um, Let's see. Let me try one more thing. So this was a browser source. YouTube chat, maybe. Ah, there we go. There's the TJ with the hello, hello. Thank you, Oshisan. uh, I'm always worried about the audio. That is always a big thing. Awesome to see you guys, Yannick Shadow, Barry BB, King Dylan, Talos Mobius, of course. Oh, I didn't miss anyone. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Always, always. I'm glad we're starting with that. Yeah, tech issues are always, always a problem. Um, but no, yeah. So for today's show, I want to talk a little bit about that release in GBO two today, which is like awesome. Um. I, I don't know if I was expecting that or not, but it's exactly what I would want in GBO2. Um, also, um, I, I, I asked over on like YouTube some of your favorite kits that you built last year, or the last kit you built. I forgot. <laughs> we'll look at that in a second. Um, and something else we're going to do is um, call-ins. Yes. So if you're interested in being on today's show... To kind of, you have to you have to do an impression of Steven. That's the only, no, I'm joking. But if you are in the Gundam Explain Discord, um, there is an area that is call-in waiting room. If you wait in there, um, I will try to pull you in uh, when I can. It's just going to be audio, and I'm just testing this out. I hope it works. Uh, but I thought that'd be fun to do. And Steven and I talked about doing that more often like we want to start having people call in whenever we can uh it really depends on the topic because a couple things not that we want to keep it short but just kind of be concise it can be thoughtful um you know i i just i hate when i'm watching other people when they have people calling they're like yep yep that was good okay good go bye i I try i i don't like being mean like that so um i sound like crap right now how's that is that is it it the allergies because because i get that um. Oh, now this is strange. Hey, Lucas's dad. Huh, okay. So I bet one of his friends following me. I guess I can't curse. Uh, not that I do. Uh, oh, flu? Dang, it's that time of year. It's that time of year. Um. Yeah, still technically winter. So, okay. I, I want to start with the Gundam stuff I got into this week. Uh, One, if you haven't seen that video, I made that video about, like, using the ROG Ally and how, like, uh, you could stream your PS5 to play GBO 2 also play GBO 2 on Steam, but the fact that I, using coax, if you already have cable in your house that you're not using anymore, you can convert that to, like, wired internet. I have a video about it. It makes it to where I can go to different places in my house if I want to play both. I can do my dailies on the PlayStation and Steam all on a handheld device anywhere in the house, lag free, check out that video, it's, it's like, it's like the coolest thing I can ask for in life, I don't know, other than the more important things, but that's pretty important, but, um, okay, let's see, there was that, and then I dropped a, a video on, um, uh, the, uh, the novel, the Shars Counter, not novel, manga, Shars Counterattack manga. Um, Biltor Chica's children, so it has a little more detail and information, and the, the art is awesome in it. It has that fifth Luna map. That was the thing that I loved the most, because as I'm going through the different chapters and and, and reading about what's going on, you can like use that map to get an idea of where everything's happening. So when I look up at night... No, not really. Um, and then, uh, what was the other thing, the other video I made? Oh, yeah! Goose! Our very own Goose sent me the Yak Doga, which is actually... Up there, you can't really see it, but um, that that was a neat build because it's just something I don't normally build, so it was a lot of fun. Um, so, um, okay, now speaking of stuff I've built, so I've got some videos coming up soon based on some gumpla. One is, thanks to Xeonic Shadow and Sieg New York here in the chat, the real great Epion. This was, like, it, it was a fun build, but I think the thing about this is, is it's so good for the camera. Like, it just, when I took some shots the other day, and um, and yeah, if you check, like, on YouTube or, like, on um, uh, Instagram, I think I posted it. I I might need to post it on Twitter, too. Uh, hey, Lucas Garrett, good to see you. But I took some shots of this Epion, and it just, it looked so good, just any shot, I wasn't doing anything fancy other than I did have, like, a blue LED light below it, and it actually helped illuminate that sword, that that beam sword, Uh, it looks like, it looks like it's lighting up, which is amazing, Um, and I bet I could get with Hatter and come up with a way to get a a little, one of those micro LEDs in there, Um, especially because it actually, and uh, let me show you guys it actually has a uh, a wire that hooks up into a backpack. I gotta let him know about this because and the front chest piece. I think there's a lot that can be done. Cause I also like how and I'll talk about this in the video, like the back has a connector piece that goes under the backpack for the stand. I think there's a lot of customizing that can be done to get some LEDs all in there, so I'll need to I'll need to do that. Um let's see. I've seen This is from Barry BB. I've seen a few Twitch streamers build RGF beyond does look really good. It does. It's like uh, Bandai masters the real grade as they continue, because my first Gumpla was the full armor unicorn. Um, and that's like, that's like you beat a Souls game. And then like, what else is there to play? I felt like that. So I'm glad I got these uh, other real grades. Um, Dan Vince. What's good, Petties? That's right. Xionic um, Shadow, hey, that looks familiar. Yeah, of course. Thanks to you. Um, okay, the other thing. I can't wait to finish my video on this one. The perfect grade rx eight two, the unleashed. Um, this thing was a blast uh, to build. I finally completed it. I might have shown it off from some previous streams. It didn't take me that long, really. It seems big, but it's just the pieces are bigger. Um, and... Uh, Putting the stickers on, it was so fun. the sh- The shoulders, and I'm gonna have to talk about that in the video. The shoulder stickers were the hardest part because it's like multiple pieces you gotta fit like a puzzle on the moving armor bits. And I did a lot of taking off the sticker, putting it back on, taking it off, putting it back on, just to get it right. And it didn't mess up the sticker, but but I can see where I would want to get some water slide decals instead for some of the stickers. The thing is, lately, and I don't know if you guys have come across this, and maybe we need to find a good place to get the source waterslide decals, but even Delpy decal, Delpy, is it Delphi? Yeah, or Delphi? I don't know. On eBay, there's some brands of third-party water slide decals I'll pick up, but they are just super low quality when I use them. And that's the only thing. If, if, if any of you know a good place to get some waterslide decals, uh, let me know. Um, Talos, uh, the PGU Gundam is so good, even its balance is top tier. Yeah, I'm amazed. I've never had to worry about it falling. Nothing's falling apart, uh, come off of it. Uh, it's, it's great. I see YouTubers balance it on one leg at times. Okay, someone else mentioned that. Maybe I need to make sure I do that in my video then. Uh, I'm, I'll try to do some balancing tricks, but I'm also going to, Uh, compare it to the other RX-782s I have I have so many by now whether it's Robot Spirits high grade real grade this grade that grade Uh, Robot Kai for decals okay thanks Yonic Shadow Um, oh Delpy that's what it ROK G Rework have better print quality demise okay thanks so Robot Kai um, G Rework I'm gonna have to check that out thanks guys Um, yeah okay so um, real quick what I'm gonna go to And let me go to that. Okay, see the mic is still working, good. And then real quick, I'm going to add something else that seemed to have disappeared, that. Okay, that's that. And then I'm gonna add one more thing, and that is the YouTube chat. Okay, I'm getting good at doing this on the fly. Um, I'm not nervous cause with Steven around, I get nervous cause I have a certain standard I need to uphold. All right. Love the G reworks. Okay. Another, another call out for them. Okay. Well, cool. Um, all right, real quick. I want to, we're going to talk about, um, some gunplay people have built, and this is where feel free. If you want to call in again, if you go to the discord, uh, you'll see a room call in waiting room, jump in there. Um, and what I'll do is when I'm ready to take calls, I'll drag you into the call-in podcast. Um, and then we're going to talk about, I want to talk about some Gumply you built last year. So, um, uh, Loda looked bigger than Unicorn, bigger, or bigger in Unicorn. So that's, that's what's interesting because I know it's a small mobile suit anyway. And if I'm not mistaken, is that an SNRI mobile suit? And it's one of their early ones and they, they kind of build small mobile suits anyway. Um, because I think it is a pretty small one, uh, anyway. Yeah, let, let's talk about that because that is uh, a, a super. Uh, yeah, it's meant to be a tiny SNR IMS. Okay, cool. Yeah, like I, watching Unicorn. I love Unicorn. That series. I've been listening to the soundtrack randomly uh, recently, and. Like that's just a unique suit that shows up. It has a lot of cool stuff about it because it looks like a classic, in a way, Universal Century suit. It's very grounded, military-like. Also, I love its transforming because it transforms into a tank. It's not like a, a jet fighter or something, so it's very practical. But I'm just glad they're adding that into to GBO2. Even though lately, I haven't necessarily been winning, or you know, from the gotcha, the main suits right away. Uh, but yeah, I love the way that looks um yeah it's meant to be tiny it is one of the smaller ms in early to mid uh u c focused on miniaturization yeah oh it drifts oh yeah I just saw that there that that's cool um uh, don't tell me it's a support oh yeah let's see what is that uh, support yeah 500 um i I really want to play that I love the idea of like a drifting tank all tanks drift, hold the left trigger, and—oh, and, yeah, yeah, that's right. I just don't—I really use the tanks. I think the last time was that, that time we did, like, a custom game where everyone was a random tank. Um, And we were underwater, too. Yeah, weren't we, like, underwater in tanks? Yeah, this is port. Okay. I consider late UC only 105 and beyond. You know, that's a very good conversation that really has no meaning in this world. But, like, for me, late UC is like, I would almost say after Double Zeta. But technically, I think it makes sense to call something late UC when it's not the Amaro uh, and Char sort of legacy. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That That's a good one. Um, or the Xeon, or more of like the Xeon legacy. Cause they're like pretty much gone. Once you get, uh, Crossbone Vanguard or the, um, Cosmo Babylonia decides, you know, to start taking over or whatever. Um, <laughs> hey, san I don't play tanks until now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to jump. I'm gonna have to jump into that. Um, let's see. Post CCAs late, you see to me. Well, F90 still has Xeon, also. Yeah, because I think it's, um, I mean, even almost, uh, you know, narrative. Uh, I almost say, like, what is narrative almost the last of that? Uh oh, it's the dog. What are you doing in here? But that's okay. I mean, she's not going to do anything. She might eat another, you know, GMG pilot action figure I have that my wife will then pay for one day when she gets a chance um let's see i consider late you see when technology starts getting miniaturized that's a good that's a good uh call out so it could be technology story what factions are um at play that might be a good discussion for a podcast which i'm doing right now so that makes sense um let's see Lucas Garrett, agreed, Adam. I see it starting after the MAFTA rebellion when the power of Anaheim Electronics transfers over to the Strategic Naval Research Institute. Yeah, I think that's a that's kind of a good place because I think the reason, and I don't know if this is true or not, the reason kind of it shifted to SNRI was not just because of the mobile suits they were to come up with, but there was less of that – That the funding between Xeon and the Earth Federation, because from what I've learned, well, what I've realized is like they were both, Anaheim was building mobile suits for both just on the moon. They both had those separate bases on the moon. That's kind of crazy. Mid UC is AOZ to Unicorn. Okay. Yeah, this this is a battle to the death. I got to say. I base what is early, mid, and late based on technological advancements. Yeah, that's it. That's a good one too. I think there's a, I think when it comes to yeah that time after 100, there's a bunch of things that happening that kind of yeah almost cements that. It, but I guess the official source would be Sunrise. I don't know if that will ever happen. Um. Anyway, that's in GBO two. I'm gonna have to check it out uh, later to see if I can get it uh, in a roll or not because I I'd, I'd love to play that. Um, okay. So we're going to go to this. So this is where... Feel, f- feel free to call in. I think you guys are a little scared, a little nervous. I know in the past we've had a lot of people call in when I tried this. Um, uh, but I asked, what's your favorite gunplay you built this year? It doesn't have to be a 2023 release. And that and when I said this year, that was like at the end of the year. Uh, and the reason I said it doesn't have to be a 2023 release, because sometimes, because of backlogs, you might not get to a kit later on. And I... I understand that, and I've been thinking about that, too, because tomorrow is going to be my Blue Gamer Game of the Year spectacular show on the Blue Gamer channel uh, when I do my podcast, and it's going to be interesting, because I'm going to talk about yeah the games that came out that I liked, but there's also other games that, like, I didn't get to until then, or I got to, like, right at the end of the year, and I'm playing more now, so that'll be an interesting discussion, but from Neo-X. Definitely the FM uh, Calamity Gundam or the Zaku 2 High Mobility Type or Silver Bullet or the High Grade Gelgoog or the Build Strike Full Package. It just depends since I got three of them from my sister and three of them from my mom. And I'm grateful for them. So it depends. And uh, and then what'd you get? Um, so th- that's pretty cool. Um, that's a lot of good ones. Um, let's see. Yeah, the Zaku 2 High Mobility Type would, that would be my favorite out of those, I think. Um, and then from Sway, mine was the P. Bandai high-grade Rick Diaz. That is a cool one. I think that's what you main in the GBO 2 if I'm not mistaken. And I know you've been collecting those double Zeta kits. And then uh, J. Thunderbolt, uh, Live Lance Heaven, or Live Lance Heaven. Who knows? Someone does. And then uh, Daniel High Grade, or no, that's Daniel NG. Sorry, I don't have my old type warrior. Actually, don't mind me. Um, a high grade 21st century real type Zaku 2. That is awesome. That that would be a cool one because I have the Mark II, but I I haven't checked that out. And then um high grade Amazing Red Warrior from RX Animations, and then the MG Nemo. That's another good one. Nemo's I don't give enough love to. All right. Well, um, OK, I'm going to test something out here since we have got a caller. Um, oh, I think I have to be in there, too, and I have to unmute myself. What's up, man? What's up? Hello. Hello. Hello.
1: Hello. Hopefully, You
0: guys are hearing that. So what's up, man?
1: Pretty good, pretty good. I realized that nobody really was joining, so I was like, I might as well give it a try first one, right? Yeah,
0: it'll get everyone else to join. But um, what's something? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know how often we talk about kits. We mainly talk about GBO two. Did you build any kits last year?
1: Correct. I actually the my favorite one was the Silver Bullet suppressor high grade, either you believe it or not. Although I built a perfect grade 007 swords.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wow. The perfect grade. Is that the. Is the seven sword like the its ultimate form?
1: No, the seven sword was the. I guess you could say the in between between the double O and the riser, which was in a manga. Okay.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: The, the reason why I actually enjoy the silver bullet suppressor the more was because of its gimmick where it gets to switch uh, the arms out when it gets damaged. It actually has a. Uh, replaceable arm that is actually usable. Is
0: that related to, and again, I feel bad, I, do, I like Double O, but I remember there's that time where it, doesn't he get that sort of like half cape?
1: Oh, no, I was talking about the silver bullet suppressor that it is uh, if there is a cutout, I'm sorry, it's been weird as of late with uh, Discord.
0: Oh, no, yeah, no, I totally miss you. You, you were Yeah, because the silver bullet is the the one that at the end of um, Unicorn?
1: Uh, not at, uh, the, uh, the silver bullet suppressor is the one that Pal did at the end of Narrative. When oh, he went to rescue Zona okay. Basta when the Narrative was getting torn and apart. And that's where you're talking about the arm? To... Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's, that's clicking. What's the one at the end of Unicorn? Is that a similar one?
1: That's just the base silver bullet.
0: Oh, okay. There we go. Okay. That's cool. You know what? Those are ones like I'll see that kit on Amazon and just not get, but I need to get it soon. Those are really cool. Um, What about uh, your wife? Did she build anything?
1: Uh, Ironically, yes. Uh, She's been posting a few of them. Uh, Just uh, recently, she's been working on another master grade. She recently finished the Crossbone X1 master grade of a car. Uh, I'm trying. I think that she's currently working on the gym Custom High Grade.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Did you get that one? or did No, she? she got it. Uh, oh, that's cool. She got it. Because <laughs> that's a good one. Um, Let's see, what? I'm trying to think of other ones that I would think you would build. But, I, yeah, I, well, yeah, any advance of Zeta. Have you done any of those recently?
1: Uh, no. Uh, unfortunately, here kits are relatively uh, cars, to put it lightly. Uh, so it's you probably hard to get.
0: Kids. Yeah, those are pretty tough to get anyway.
1: Uh, for an example, I saw my store, the store that I buy stuff from here, it recently released the Full Armor 7th, but I saw the release maybe like seven hours too late, and uh, it was out. It, it was sold out that quickly. <laughs>
0: oh, wow. Yeah. So are you looking for that then, the Full Armor 7th?
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. Currently, also behind me is uh, sitting down right now a high-grade uh, atlas, which is a gift for uh, my wife. That's the a high-grade atlas. Yours. Yeah, and her, she loves the design. Oh, that's cool.
0: Well, before I let you go, did you want to add anything about the the lodo? Lotto? lodo Uh
1: The Lotto is actually a very interesting mobile suit, uh, the way that it was added in ZBO2. Nobody would expect such a tiny mobile suit to be added, because very often you hear, if the F91 gets added, it won't be a very low cost, because it's a tiny mobile suit. And yet the Lotto, which is a tiny mobile suit, is a 500. So, yeah. Hey, same manufacturer
0: as the F91. It really makes me think they are going to go that far. I hope so. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, yeah, thanks for calling in. Um, yeah, feel free to call in again, like, later if I come up with new topics or something. But I got someone else uh, coming in. So I'll talk to you later.
1: Later. Um,
0: mm-hmm. All right, King Dylan, I'm going to bring you in here. Yeah, just uh, unmute whenever you get the chance. I know I probably caught you mm-hmm. off guard there. Oh, okay. Yeah, just let me know when you want back in. But... Um, um, Let's see. i and I'm thinking of making a video about this of like my favorite kits that I built last year. Uh, and again, like there's a lot of kits that I built that were, uh, from previously, like years before. Like for instance, I have the Toad Strider that Mark II 21st century real type that I need to do. Um, um, the, the Gap Plant TR5. Um, when I did that meetup in North Carolina, I got the, the Cuckoo's Down's Island gun cannon. And I Yeah, I still have a lot to do. But actually the plan is the next one I'm gonna build is that uh the maxi boost on or you know, the the versus one. Um that'll be a cool little different one to do. Uh yeah, I think that's neat. I did the UC stuff, I did the wing stuff I don't normally do, and then yeah, I'll be doing this other non UC suit. But yeah, I need to get to the Toad Shredder. I'm trying to get through this to get to the Toad Shredder. Um, yeah, because that'll be cool. Um, Extreme Gundam, thanks Talos or uh, Zionic Shadow. Um, like I can always count on like you Talos <laughs> and others to like correct me. Actually, I can pretty much count on anyone to correct me. Uh, um, let's see. I was considering starting the Doan's Island Gun Candy today. Would match the gun pair I just built. Heck yeah. Yeah, you should, you should work on that. Let me know what you think. And then, um, um I, yeah, I want to get that gun parry. There's that EX model kit that um, people have been posting in the Gundam Explained Discord. Oh, okay. King Dylan, I, I'm going to try to pull you back in here. All right, man. Can you hear me? I'll give you a second because I don't know what Discord <coughs> Oh. I heard Hello. Something. Hey, what's up man?
2: Hey. Hey, sorry. I had lag. Uh,
0: yeah. No problem. This technology is annoying, but anyway, what's up?
2: Uh, yeah, smart technology is not smart. No, uh, we we're, were we were talking about the gunpole we got this year, right? Yeah. I mean, I went heavy. You can, if you ask my wife, she's really mad about it because I needed a hobby, you know, and I was like, oh, I'll just start building these. They're cheap. And the next thing you know, she's like, how, how much do these cost? I was like, well, start at like $20. And then sometimes they're, you know, you got to get the big ones. But I've, I've pretty much built everything from nearly every series. I just keep going back to UC because I love them. But I recently went on P-Bandai, and I got that Camper schwer and I'm still building that thing, but it's...
0: That's cool. I'm just not
2: very confident.
0: You know, it's Yeah, I'm not
2: confident on the water.
0: Oh, well, yeah, you'll get to that, although it is kind of annoying, because you do have to, like, take your time, and sometimes, like I was talking earlier about the third party, sometimes depending on how old it might be, even the kit, like... You might have to leave it in water longer, but sometimes if you do it too long, it will start deteriorating. So it's like water slides can be hit yeah. or miss, even though they tend to look best in the end.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. stick better. They go into the crevices better than the stickers yep. do. Exactly. But it's just, you're like, Ur! yeah, I'm um, going to get some of that, uh, the, the water decal softener or whatever it is that helps it stick better.
0: Yeah, it's like the uh, setter... uh. Yeah. I have some of that too. And to be honest, yeah. again, I, I don't know if it's because of the quality of the water slides, but I've used it to where it just rips off the decal. And then I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to top coat this, call it a day. Um, but <laughs> you know what? I don't always yeah. get it right. But you know what? You reminded me of something because you were talking about like your wife being like, oh, how much is this? I started doing a thing where Something would come. She's like, Oh, you got another delivery? It's like, Oh yeah, that's a pre-order. That that was something I pre-ordered before. And I wasn't lying. (laughs) Yeah. But maybe I pre-ordered it like the week before. Um (laughs) just to kind of minimize the impact.
2: Yeah, we made an agreement. She's like eighty dollars. I was like, All right, all right, eighty dollars. I was like, I won't spend more than eighty dollars at one one given time, and then she was like, What's this? I was like, Well I pre-ordered that like three months ago. You know that it's just showing up today. And after Christmas, she we went. She got me a bunch of gift cards to uh, uh, one of the local uh, Gundam places, and I was like, okay. And then she's like, all right. And then she's like, well, how much did you use? And I was like, I used all those. G-. Oh, I, like, I
0: right, would have too. What did you end up getting? It, w- it was like a local hobby uh, place.
2: Uh, it is the USA Gundam Store, oh, but I live sweet. very, very close to their distribution center, their storefront. Oh. So I was able to just, I still ordered online because I was like, I don't have time to go, just go. But they're who I usually try to go through, or I go through uh, Gundam Pros that's over there. and uh, It's up, up the, further in the East Coast, closer to, uh, I think it's Massachusetts.
0: Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, USA Gundam uh, Store would be one I'd buy from often. I don't know if I have from Gundam yeah. Pros. Um.
2: They do, I will say, Gundam Pros is a lot faster on delivery. USA Gundam store, they take theirs. I live, I live an hour from where they are, and it's still like I'm, I'm still waiting two weeks. Now, for whatever I ordered, Same. I can't remember now. Well, I, I think I got the HG Bawu because I've been looking for that one forever. That's a good one. So I'm trying to finish off all the Zeta, double Zeta stuff. Well, it's like the double Zeta for, for Neo Zeon. I was like, man, that thing's sweet. Comes apart. I don't think it has a. Uh, right? It probably transforms
0: see I got the high grade double zeta and I Stephen was telling me it transforms but i when I built mine I don't remember there being options for that i that no, was early not, on in my
2: it's just this little, this little base at the bottom and I mean it's okay but when you put it into the uh into the flight mode it falls apart it's so easy it's not it's too heavy on certain ends but it came with the teeny core fighter and I love those
0: that is oh I love core fighters yeah that's that's a good that's a good one yeah um yeah, that's interesting about USA Gundam taking a while to ship. I don't know if that's always the case, but one of the last things I think I got from them was – or I I had pre-ordered the, that Sailor 3-pack, you know, the pilot's little action figures. And yeah. I was just waiting for them to ship it. It had been so long. And then I saw it on Amazon with, like, next-day shipping, and it was cheaper. And I was like, "Uh, what? So yeah. I luckily I just said, hey, I need to cancel this. And they were like, oh, yeah, sure. So – you know, not an issue, but that, yeah, that they, kind of they're, reminded me of I mean, that. They're
2: good, they're good about that, but sometimes they take forever, and it's not been it's not been great. But I'm, I'm like, whatever, it's a gift card. I don't yeah, think they'll no, give me anything back for it other than a gift card. So I'm
0: the, like, it, I,
2: I already ordered it. When it shows up, it shows up.
0: Yeah, and, and I think the owner, his name is Adam, so I think automatically that makes him kind of cool. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, man. Yeah,
2: uh, I think I got that. I got that. Oh, yes. No, no. I won't keep everybody off from getting on.
0: Oh, no, no. There's no one waiting, but, so go ahead.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is... Uh, I got a number of things from there, but mostly it's just been... started dabbling my hand at making customs, mostly from watching the shows with you and uh, Stephen when you had MacDio on, and then okay. a few of the building chills. Yeah. Oh. Listen to the... People like ZR and all them, they... I was like, all right, I'm going to try it. Because, I mean, I got a box full of kits that I first started. I was building them. But later on, I'm like, these, these look awful. These are not that great. I'm making room for the, these better ones that I've done or these ones I like better because master grades take up a lot of room.
1: Yeah.
0: No, and I've got true.
2: four kids. I can't detall shelf unless I were to put chains and padlocks around it. They'd be in it in a minute. So I, I started doing acrylic shelves on the wall high up where they can't reach them.
0: Oh, that's, yeah, I guess that's oh. a good point. Like, my kids are older, and I think my hobbies did kind of shift more into the, the riskier hobbies because my kids, yeah, have gotten yeah. grown up. That I didn't think about that. Um, I, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, my two-year-old son, he loves the Gundams.
0: Oh, I'm sure. He loves them.
2: He I, mean, I, I get them the Gundam Universe ones because they're more like action figures. Yeah, good idea. Because I, I made the mistake one time. I was like, oh, here's an entry grade. Here you go. And then I, I'm still finding pieces of it oh. everywhere. I'm like, what? Is this? I'm like, oh, the foot. I was like, to what? And then I'm like, oh, that said, oh my god. I was like, oh, there, here's the ankle. Here's you know, here's a part of an elbow. He just ripped it to shreds. The Gundam wow. universe, he still takes them apart, but there's only so much that comes off, and it all pops right back on.
0: Yeah, those I are mean, easier. He loves
2: them. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, those are good. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. funny because like for me the, with the Gundam Universe, it's like I kind of don't care. But then I end up slowly getting more and more because they're just cool. And they're not a lot of times you can find them cheap cool. and they, they don't yeah. fall apart.
2: They're yeah. a lot. I, I found the G3, the one that they had exclusively oh. a target. It was in the discount bin. And instead of being 25 bucks, it was like 10. And I was like, ah. I was like, I guess I'll get this one. and He loves that one. That's his favorite one. And it's you can pose him so easy. You know, I don't know why he likes that one the most. It's the only one he doesn't tear to shreds.
0: Good eye. Good eye. If the, it, you know, it's funny because I think at Target I got the Sazuby on clearance for like 15 or something like that. Um,
2: yeah, I got, I got yeah. the Sazabi as well. But that one was my oldest daughter likes Gundam, oh. but only if they have the girl pilots. But any, anything Char, she's like, no, I like, I like his. Which suits does he have? And I showed her and she's like, I want all those. Oh, that's cool. And I'm like, I think he just like Char. Yeah. That or it's the girl ones. We watched Books for Mercury to a certain point where I was like, okay, now we can't watch this part because there's people getting blown up. But she was like, what's this? What's that? I was like, this one's piloted by a girl. She goes, oh, and it's the name of the little mermaid. I was like, yeah, you want one? But that, I've gotten her into starting to build those too, just a few HGs here and there. She just wanted the um, winning Gundam, I think, from Build, build Fighters Try. She begged me for that for Christmas, so she got it. But she, she hasn't gotten she around wants. to building it yet. Like, oh, she said, "Is that one the one with the girl who who pilots it?" I said, "Yeah." She's like, "I want that one." She goes, "Cause it's little, and then it gets big." She loves the SDS, but that one also becomes a full size. It's got the uh, the changeable frame, and she was like, "I want that one." I was like, "All right,
0: hey, lucky kid. yeah, they're gonna grow up and love <laughs> what they got to play with." Oh,
2: there's only so much Paw Patrol grown, grown oh, yeah. human
0: can yeah, exactly. and then they where you're
2: like let's watch that. what dad likes <laughs>
0: Yeah, and sometimes you can't because of the violence but well cool man well thanks for yeah, calling well, in I... yeah. yeah thanks no for calling problem. in um,
2: it was nice talking to
0: you. yeah no and I'll keep doing this again so yeah anyone else is interested as we go through the topics yeah feel free to come in but I'll talk to you later man
2: alright talk to you later
0: um, cool. Well, that was awesome. I think it was the first time I really got to talk uh, to King Dylan for that amount of time. Uh, yeah, kind of similar situation with the family. It's kind of cool when like you got kids and, and Gunpla, there's some similarities you can share, but he brought up an interesting point. I want to bring this up in the chat is, um, uh, oh yeah, happy new year to you. Um, is like the witch for Mercury because he was like, he literally watched it up to a certain point And then that made me think, you know what, witch for Mercury should have picked in and decided to be what it wanted to be. I think it would have, if it, if, if it stayed with the school setting and they just battled in school and there was no real world, like, implications of life and death, that might have been the better way to go But Because, yeah, there's some times where I'm thinking I want to show my son, my youngest something and it's like, eh, I can't really show him that. Um, it's kind of interesting. Never really thought about that. Um, okay. Um... I want to go back to something I saw in the chat here. So this is from Barry BB. There's some tricks to help with decals. Use warm water. Add a small touch of dish soap. Dip and let it soak uh, up for 10 to 20 seconds. Set it aside on a sponge to allow the saturation to even out. That last step, I did not have not done. That's a good one. Uh, Because I think that's part of it. Because when you're getting the water, then sometimes uh, on the kit itself, there's, yeah, it's, it's not even. Sometimes it'll be in a way, bubbled up, pillowed uh, in certain areas, and then they can kind of get in the way with trying to get it on the surface and then cleaning it up. So it's actually pretty good. Um, yeah, Witcher 4 Mercury did uh, take a hard turn after episode 12. Yeah. I mean, even a little bit before that. Like, uh, uh, you know, it's all it's all good and stuff, uh, but I think they had a chance to make just a... I, I think what it is is I've learned recently that I can watch an anime that is not about action, that's about two characters, and if it's written well, it could be just as enjoyable as an action thing. Yeah, I know I haven't watched too many different anime, but like, for instance, that um, High Score Girl on Netflix, uh, that is just such an endearing and amazing anime, and I'll have to try to find some more things like that, Where, but again, it's really hard for me to uh, to get into it. Uh, she still loves it, though. Yeah, that well, that's cool, because, I mean... That got popular. That stuff got like super popular. Um, Okay, so um, next up, um, let's see. What did I have on my, there was this other topic I was going to bring up. Um, That's right. That's right. There was this other topic I wanted to bring up. Oh, let me, it has to do with UC Engage. We're going to get to that in a second. Um, it'll soak from outside in. Ever get a decal that has a corner? Want to stay on the paper? That's due to not being saturated evenly. Causes uh, tears. Damp sponge won't oversaturate either. That's great. That's great. Thank you for that. Okay. So, for New Year's in Japan, they had some sort of Gundam thing uh, that went on where they were just celebrating Gundam, talking about releases and all that. And so the game you see Engage, while it's available in the U.S., it's actually been in Japan since the year before. I actually had been playing the Japanese version for a while because I wanted to watch all the animations that they came out with. Um, and I didn't get too far because it was really hard to understand being in Japanese, and it's like a menu system game where you have to look through the menus and all that. Anyway, during that event, and I was kind of scrolling through the YouTube timeline it had some brand new animation from UC Engage. At first, I wasn't too sure, uh, but, and it showed Char or Quattro. It might've been Char because I think it took place during Double Zeta and they showed him potentially at Axis or some Xeon house or something. And you see the, the play clones or the Pudu clones, however you pronounce it, and Glemmy clones. And, Okay, a couple, it was, there was just too much going on that was just blowing my mind. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. First of all, we're getting lore information about Char during Double Zeta. Like, one, that's amazing. Two, we're getting a better understanding about the cloning because there was always that discussion about Glemmy and who he could be, essentially. Was he the son of Girin? Um, Was he a clone of Giran? And it's interesting because it, even the play clones, like, what are they a clone of? Uh, unless they've already talked about that, uh, it just could be it's a um, a clone of uh, any of the, the Zabi family, perhaps. And uh, w- what was cool after that then was it then cut to, like, Amaro in a hangar with his upgraded moon-style uh, DJ, and I could get the names wrong of this. And I am, like, super curious what the story is here. Like, I so I guess, one, eventually someone will translate it um, in English. Uh, Yeah, Talos is saying that it was, yeah, the Rick DJ. Um, Yeah, one, someone will hopefully be uh, translating this soon instead of using just, you know, the automatic translations. Two... Um, considering like where we are in the UC Engage in North America, we would get the official English, uh, version like later on, so it'll be a while. But like, it's kind of amazing how much story, and like pivotal s- story and lore UC Engage is adding into the UC timeline. I mean, it's pretty neat with the Pesh Montag or whatever her name is, um, and the her mobile suit. Uh, was Engage Zero and that whole thing. And then they even had uh, in this this new uh, – some of the new animations that are out right now, um, she meets uh, Kelly Lasner from 0083. And so that timeline checks out. Um, but then we get a look at this new – I think it's like a camphor that has some very interesting thrusters that remind me of like what's on the GP04, the Geberra Tetra version um anyway um okay Johnny Tacoma is saying plays the original all the others were based on her so and so okay so that's the case then like but where did she come from was just see she, uh, was she a Zeon civilian was she a new type or were the, was she just someone they were like Well, we're gonna kidnap her and make her a cyber new type and then clone her and then Talos is saying, I'm surprised that they are deep diving into moon lore, though, with uh, the animations they showed off. Okay, so good question, Talos, from me is, are, are what they sh- are showing with the animation, is that just already in manga? Or is this brand new story for Amaro and Char? Uh, because it's really cool if they are just adapting manga, then I would have to get into the manga more to get some of that story. As for the camper, that's a high mobility type which is why it looks weird. Yeah, I, I like the those thrusters. And, and those thrusters were consistent with Xeon designs at that time. I think she was a cyber new type. Okay, so it could have been just a case of kidnapping a, a child and making them a, a new type um, and then cloning them. Um, I, I find, again, and the reason I ask is, could she be from some lineage just because of Glemmy, We're now seeing that there's Glemmy clones and it would make sense if if someone was, if if Glemmy was a clone of Ghirin or somebody, that then there would be multiples because for whatever reason, maybe to build an army or because there could be failures. Um, let's see. Oh, hope we get the Oh, it came from GB2. That's a good point, King Dylan, because it's like with all the stuff they're adding you UC Engage, GB2 is going to continue to get uh, uh, resources for suits. Like that. that's so many more new ones. So anyway, I'm curious if anyone happens to have any more information, drop it into the Gundam Explained uh, Discord, um, because I'm really curious. I want to get more of the story of Sharon and Amuro during Double Zeta, because there was some pivotal Zeon stuff happening in Double Zeta, but what were Char and Amuro doing? There must have been some other major things going on, um, where... He's not with, they're not with Bright, or Bright is somewhere else. When did Quatro decide to revert his name back to Char? Uh, I think that pretty much happened by the end of Zeta, but um, I, I'd be down for more story on that. Talis is saying, I unfortunately don't remember much about Moon as I have to reread it, but that Rick DJ is guaranteed Moon. As for uh, the Puru clones, I know that, or the main one, El Peo Puru, oh my God, these names. I know that she was a trained pilot in New Type. Not a cyber new type. Okay. So it could be that the reason she was brought into the fold was because she was a new type. And then they decided, hey, let's just clone her. Um, okay. So that's a lot to digest. Um, okay. That was my other question. So Amro was with Lando Bell around that time. That Rick DJ was operated by Lando Bell. But wasn't Lando Bell also part of Double Zeta or is Moon. I thought Moon was during Double Zeta, and or maybe it was after. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of curious because I, I really want to know more about Shar. Oh, slightly after. Okay, okay, that can make sense. I, I just really want to know about more about Shar during Double Zeta and Omoro. I mean, they made a mistake not having them in that yet having Shar's counterattack exist. It's just, it's just uh, disappointing. So. Um. Yeah. Check out that UC Engage um game just because that animation is is amazing anyway. And while we're getting you know newer stuff being unlocked, eventually we're gonna get more of that future story. Um, it, which is I think is part of that UC 100 next anyway that they were planning on doing. Um, so Lando Bell is the remnants of the AU, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bright's a team, or yeah, kind pretty much like Bright. Bright's team that's, like, making sure the Federation isn't doing bad stuff. I, it's kind of interesting how he's always on the right side um, of the battles. But, like, he never gets taken out by any of the, like, like you know, the Vist Foundation or people like that. I find that interesting. Well, you know, not to call you out, but Lando Bell. I love that because I had some, like, Star Wars thing came into my head. The Millennium Falcon, Right? And Lando has his own team. Lando Belt. I don't know where I'm going with that. Bright is right, and not only is Bright right, but in that uh, Sharps Counterattack manga that you can pick up on Amazon, he has a beard, and it it suits him well. Um, okay, let's see. Anything else going on? Um, you know, hey, let's just let's just chat. I'll just chat with you guys because I don't really have any other topics. That would be a bad way to specify what Lando Bell was about. Londo Bell was uh, financed by Amaro himself. So that I didn't know. That's pretty badass. So it's it's like... Um, so Amaro's sort of... Um, what do you call it? Um, you know, where you, you want to do good and, and you're always thinking you should do good. He just put his... The money where his mouth is and actually paid to keep the peace. Yeah, it made, it was made to pretty much keep the peace. That's pretty cool. I like that idea. So it would be neat to get more, uh, also to get more story elements of Amuro and Bright talking. You know, Amuro as being older, more tactical, talking with Bright where Bright isn't talking to him like a child. They didn't have much interaction, uh, you Know after the original, they had a few moments, but not too much. Batman, yeah, Amro is pretty much Batman if you think about it. He's even his mobile suit has the uh two points, and yeah, I wonder how he got all that money. Did the Federation just give him a bunch of money? Neon Wave just got here. What did I miss? Well. You missed, according to this, like 45 minutes of stuff. Don't have time to cover the 45 minutes and 15 minutes, but yeah, feel free to, to rewatch this, sort or of the podcast version will be up tomorrow. All right, although it was led by Bright due to him being an excellent tactician, Amuro with his insanely good designs of MS made a lot of money. Oh, is that what it was? So uh, Amuro was like using his mobile suit skills to sort of... Um, yeah, I guess, fund himself. That's actually pretty cool. A philanthropist. Yeah, that makes sense. Batman would pilot the Death Scythe Hell. It's a stealth suit and comes in black. So that's a good That's a good point. Because you know how Batman's Batmobile and Batplane look like a bat anyway? I think if he was to build a mobile suit, it would look like a a Batman mobile suit. Even though I would prefer Batman to, to keep it simple. He's trying to scare people. It'd be funny if there were Amuro clones. Not only would that be funny. That that would be an amazing thing if like Amuro discovers this and he like has to kill his clones. Like that's a whole other thing that like a lot of stories don't talk about. It's Amuro gathering teenage orphans to create an MS squad. Oh yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. But hey, who's that? Midnight Hatter finally showing up? No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, Amuro made MS blueprints, had prototypes made, sold them, and then pushed the money into Lando Bell. And that made a lot of Federation officials want to help sponsor Lando Bell to be on their good side. Oh, that's interesting. So it's like, even if, you know, others within the Federation, um, like General Revels, not General Revel himself, but the, the people that were running the ship, the VIST Foundation, they were all wanting to do things for themselves and were probably like, well, we can't stop Lando Bell, but they are very powerful. Uh, that's that's a pretty neat dynamic. Uh, I wish something like that existed in the real world, where we had this, like, peacekeeper that was stopping all these war criminals from around the world to start wars. But yeah. you can have everything. Oh, hi, Steven. Um, let's see. Uh, great show. Sorry I missed out, but I enjoyed the Collins. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, uh, Steven, this was me testing that out for if we decide to do that. Uh and also testing out this little, uh, click to chat. I finally got it to work. That was why in Unicorn Lano Bell invaded the hidden Federation base. Yeah. That's, that's what's awesome. I love that sort of aspect there. Technically, AMRO did have a clone. There was a MS that used RX 78's core fighter, which had AMRO's combat data. Uh, oh yeah, that was the one that's like later in late UC. Um, I forget the name of it, but yeah. It had, like, his mind was pretty much, or his brain tissue, whatever, was cloned into the AI. The Federation was stepping out of line. Yeah, I guess if any time in, you see, even though you can look at the Federation and be like, ah, they shouldn't be doing this, they shouldn't be doing that, it was really Unicorn. And I think it makes sense because by Unicorn, I don't know if it's because of war, money being spent. Like, both Zeon and the Federation were just more chaotic and then they sort of wither away and then you have more of the enforcer-like federation and then here come the uh cosmo babylonia crossbone vanguard so that was pretty interesting no brain tissue just combat data okay yeah there's one story where it's like it has something to do with a brain or something like they cloned um something i I don't know That might be some. that might be one of those like side stories that's not even oh from crossbone okay cool. Yeah. Late you see thing. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. And, and that's something else I have to get into on this channel is Crossbone. I like for this year, there are some series that I need to finish up. So like Gundam after war, I, I think the reason I don't finish it is because like I'll watch an episode and it doesn't really do anything to be like, Oh, what's happening next? It's a really good show. But it's not like driving me to be like, oh, what's next? Oh, what's next? But I'm only a few episodes away from finishing it, so I need to finish it. And then I'm going to get into IBO because I keep hearing people bring up IBO in positive ways, especially compared to like out of all the best AU's, you know what? A lot of times IBO is brought up, so I need to I need to check that out. As for the MS that used Omro's data, that uh, data was the Amakusa. Okay, yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, I got it. Of that other story was where um that it's either he was cloned or they used his brain or something but um oh yeah that but looking up that uh amakusa that actually looks really cool it's not sharing do that later. Amuro, the unicorn would have been sick. Uh, oh, wait, this cut off the end. Would have been sick, or an Amuro clone, the isn't would have ended sooner. Yeah, something like Amuro being in a unicorn just seems like it makes sense. It, it really does. IBO, Mad Max of Gundam. But so is After War. That's what's so awesome. They're like, on Earth, it's all in shambles and they have just this giant truck that or it's like, it's like the white base, but on wheels. And it's just going through the desert. Like, I love it. That's like straight out of Mad Max. Um, but yeah, I'm going to definitely check out more of IBO. I got a few episodes in. That was pretty cool. Um, I mean, the unicorn used the legacy of Amuro, who was nicknamed the white unicorn. Yeah, that is true. A lot of it, I mean, th- th- that's, that's what's interesting too, because, and I don't know if there's a relation to this, how like, you know, there was that mural painting or whatever that had the unicorn, the things called the unicorn, but Amaro had the unicorn emblem. So I don't know, like what came first? I I, I don't know. I don't, that's that's something I've never thought about. That's why he had a unicorn visiting. Yeah, but why then, was, was it the tapestry they called it? Or tapestry that had the unicorn? Like, yeah oh the lady in the unicorn, so like I don't understand was it where that came first, yeah the in the yeah, the mural, exactly like, but I don't understand like is it just a coincidence, or did the writers have some intention with that? If the unicorn was painted in the new color uh scheme, it would truly be the unicorn, oh yeah, Oh, unicorn, yeah, that's right, unicorn. Yeah, that's funny. Although, I don't know what it is about the new Gundam. The high new is just so much better. Interesting. So on Amazon, you can pay $200 for that tapestry of the unicorn. That's interesting. Well, you know what, guys? I think that's about it. This was a good uh, talk. Um, I got to get to this, though. The reason why is that a unicorn is representation of hope. Amuro brought... Hope, oh, through his fights against Zeon, he was the white devil. To Zeon, to a white unicorn. So what did the Vist Foundation then hang up a white unicorn tapestry? Or it would have been not, yeah, would it have been, would have been um, Benager's dad? Um, watch Unicorn again. But I just don't, oh, did I make my camera do something? I think if I do this. No. i have to look more into that. That could be a video, to be honest. I, I Yeah, I want to look more into that. But anyway, guys, this was a good show. Uh, even by myself, it was pretty fun. I think I've got that practice from that Blue Gamer channel. So check that out Fridays, Blue Gamer. Um, and yeah, I'm sure yeah Stephen and I will be back at it here shortly. I've got the call-in thing tested. So we're going to test it out more when there's more interesting topics for people to call in about. And I've got uh, the, the little chat thing that can pop up, which I've been... Trying to work on forever. I finally got it. It's still a lot of work, but it works. So, well, anyway, all, Um, yeah, thanks, Talos. Uh, hope you all also have an amazing day, and we will talk later. Oh, hope you're having a good New Year. That's right. There's the first show of the New Year. So, yeah, we'll talk later, guys. <laughs>